Just about 45 minutes before the game kicks off. It is the season opener for the Hamilton Tiger Cats as they face the Rough Riders in Regina here on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. And you're listening to the Tiger Cats pregame show as presented by Journey Awards. Bob O'Neill, Andy Fantus with you. And we bring in a segment that's called Pregame Salutations. So that can only mean one thing. We bring the veteran coach of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, and that is Coach John Salavanis. And this is, uh, this is a pleasure for me, Coach. Hey, new guy, you and I have a 20-year history. <laughs> uh, I do appreciate you sitting in that chair. I really appreciate that. You know, when we talk, Coach, it's always about that O-line. And this year, um, as there always will be changes, there have been some obvious changes. So I'll start at the center position. Darius Soraka was off to Ottawa after three seasons of being a Tiger Cats. A Tiger Cat player, and then we bring in the likes of Alex Fontana through free agency. 6'2", 300-pounder, a Canadian guy, played at uh, Kansas U. Uh, tell me a little bit about him and why that center position is so important and why he's the right guy for the job. Well, he's proven that he can play the game. Uh, playing for the Jayhawks in the uh, conference he was in <clears throat> gave him a great start. But I, I really saw... During the uh, time in camp and during the preseason games, where he's picked up on the uh, CFL game, he understands what's going on, and he has to make all the calls inside so that all of his uh, teammates, the five guys, are working together along with the running back uh, in blocking the defensive front. So, you know, at, at the time that he's had, I think he's doing very well. It'll remain to be seen as to how he goes in this uh, very first game. And it, Andy said it best, you know, this is a new year, a new slate, and, and a clean slate. So let's get off to a good start. Coach, sticking with the center for just one sec here, uh, when you're going to a place like Regina and you're practicing all week, with noise machines in the stadium, expecting that you're going to not be able to hear the quarterback call, so you're going to go on silent a lot. Does that make the center's job more difficult, or is it the guard who's next to them who's going to you know, tap him on the leg when it's time to snap the ball? Does it hit, make his job more difficult? How does that all play out when you're going on silent count and uh, you, you can't hear the quarterback? Well, what it, what it first does is uh, your, your, your count system – uh, has to be very simple. You can't have exaggerated counts and, and stutter counts. You've got to stay with, within a uh, more systematic system. It is not difficult, more difficult on the center. It is more difficult on the guard. The guard has to actually look back at the quarterback and understand when the quarterback wants the football. Then he taps the leg and has to put his eyes back to the front. So it really doesn't make a lot of difference to the center. He can concentrate on just snapping the ball and keeping his eyes forward watching the defensive front. Well, as a, as a receiver, I know that the team was hoping to improve on their waggles this year, and uh, it's certainly challenging when you're on the silent count to, to uh, really um, 
you know, see that progress. So I think that might be a next week issue. Uh, but sticking with the O-line here, we've got, we, we talked in preseason a bit about the potential of uh, five Canadi five national starters across the board. Uh, we are going to see Travis Vornkill on the left tackle position um, with Saxolid being the, the sixth guy in as a national, or sorry, a fifth, the fifth guy in, but the sixth guy offensive line. How do, uh, what are your thoughts on how that dynamic plays out? Well, uh, Sixfeld being the, uh, uh, excuse me, Sexley being the uh, tackle position player, he can back up both Van Zyl and Varnikow. So that's natural to have him in there. I do see him as a potential starter at some point during this season. But right now, uh, you know, he, he remains the guy who can back up. You know, you talked about a little bit earlier about uh, game speed. You know, you can practice all you want. Once you get in the game, you will find that you don't have as much wind as you thought you did. And and so it's easy to get uh, run down a little bit. And, of course, with Chris Menzel, he has not played uh, very much in the preseason being out with uh, with illness early on. Yeah, he also didn't uh, have a lot of reps in practice as well, so that could be a, a reason that we may see change in the future. But for today, uh, Van Zyl gets the start with Saxolid backing up. Um, and uh, let's go on the other side of the ball for a sec. So we got a guy named Larry Dean who is getting a start at Will Linebacker in Saskatchewan. Um, I think this is an interesting move because he's – I've only seen him play – middle linebacker before and especially with this season how with the hash marks being four yards uh further away from the sideline he's got that much more space to to cover um is that an uh, is that something that you think the tiger cats are going to attack with tim white Stephen dunbar on the weak side or, or whoever they end up uh rolling that rolling it through on the weak side um pass attack i i do andy and i that brings us to the point where uh you talk about uh dean being uh, the new will linebacker our will linebacker Simone Lawrence uh, is really in a bit of a different situation than he's been in the past. Now he he's got to be more like Cameron Kelly is as a cover guy, and I think the same thing would have would uh, happen with Saskatchewan. I think they'll try to attack Simone's side to see if he can be the cover guy. He normally plays a lot closer to the line of scrimmage than he'll be allowed to uh, in this ball game. And his blitz ability and his ability to tackle uh, won't diminish, but he's going to have to be able to cover receivers, as you say, coming out of the backfield and or slot backs. It, it will be interesting to see if uh, the, that position, the... the uh, evolves the, over the season, the, you know, the... the the stereotypical player, the, the size, if it turns into more of a Sam, uh, like a dual Sam backer type style, like like you mentioned, like Cameron Kelly. Uh, what, what's one matchup you're looking for tonight and looking forward to watching that I think that you think will decide the game? Well, I think offensively, offensively quarterback uh, Dane Evans, he can make all the throws. But I think this offense will be built around speed and deception. They'll have a lot of lateral movement and, and good ball handling in the backfield because their receiving core, if you look at them, are more in the Smurf uh, category, 5'10", <laughs> 5'9", five, five, type guys. Only Dunbar is a 6'3 guy uh, with some size uh, in the receiving core. So it, it'll be 
interesting to see as the game progresses whether in the passing game these receivers can get good spacing and timing and help their quarterback. Coach, are you kind of saying that, that Fantuz needs to dress it or get get some size there? Or is that what you're well, saying? Well, I'll tell you what. He's got those hands that used to vacuum those balls when they came his way. So, you know, that that would be a, a big uh, big plus for him. But, look, he's, he's really happy right now, Coach. He's really happy right now. <laughs> yeah, he, does, he doesn't get a lot of pain up there in the press box. <laughs> oh, you know, Coach, it's so great. To, you're joining us every single game for your pregame salutations. Of course, you bring such knowledge to the game, experience, and, of course, we certainly need it. Our listeners certainly appreciate it. So thanks for joining us. Uh, enjoy the game, and we look forward to breaking it down with you next week. Thanks, Papa. Thanks, Andy. Have a good one.